Welcome to the What I Love About You podcast. I want to tell you three things that I love about you. I love about your smile. You love my smile? I love your smile. (laughs) I love your laugh. You have a contagious and amazing laugh. I love your beautiful singing voice. I want to invite you into my space today. I want to tell you about my surroundings. I know with podcasts, it's all audio. There's not a lot of visual, but I want you to be able to picture where I am when I record my podcast most of the time. So we actually have a little home office. It's a very large walk-in closet that we converted into a home office. Um, And in that space, I have decorated... Not in a girly manner, but it definitely was designed originally to be my space. And then Barry started working from home. So now we share this space. And I love that. Don't mind at all. But I look around and I see pictures of my kids. I see different artwork with positive messages and powerful words. I have one sign that says free. I have another sign that a friend made me that says the best is yet to come and some Bible verses. Um, Of course, if you know me, you know I love plants. I've got some cool lamps. But up on the wall in front of me, I have these things called encouragrams. Now, every year up until this year, things are a little bit different right now and things have changed this year. But every year, my husband and I get the opportunity to put on a student camp. We get to through our church, he is the student pastor, help organize and put together a camp for 6th through 12th grade students. And one thing that we implemented probably about five, six years ago was this thing called Encouragrams. And it actually comes from when, back when we were in high school and we were going to camps. It's something we did and it meant so much to us. And so we decided to bring it back. It's basically like a three by five card that we put out and every single student has an envelope with their name on it. And those are taped to the wall, usually in like the lobby waiting area, um, a very common space where kids can come and check their envelopes and put, you know, cards in other people's envelopes. But all these three by cards are spread out, three by five cards are spread out on tables and they have the, the camp logo and then usually some kind of verse or encouragement. And then it's just a blank space. For kids to write. And the only rules are you're not allowed to say anything mean or hateful. These are to be used to build each other up and to encourage and be positive. And then the second rule is you're not allowed to use them to any kind of like check yes or no. Here's my phone number, anything like that. It's not a pickup tool. So those are the only two rules, but it's a beautiful thing. And it's something that I cherish so much that I actually have used them to decorate my space because I love reading these words from people that I know and love and just remembering how loved I am, the way that they've encouraged me, special memories. And it's funny because after camp, I always see pictures of students putting these encouragements up on their walls and talking about how much they love this idea. Now, one thing that's unique maybe to our student camp is we don't allow any kind of phones, technology, There's no Instagram, there's no Twitter, there's no TikTok, none of it. And it's so funny how many students at the end of the week are like, I don't even want my phone back. I just want to stay. 
I want to continue sitting and having conversations. I want to continue writing encouragements. I want to continue making fun memories and playing games and, you know, swimming in the pool and doing all the cool things that we get to do at camp. I don't even want technology back because I love this. And it's just made me realize how important and how cherished it is when we write down the words that we're thinking of other people, when we write down the encouragement, when we write down the truth. When I look to my right, I have this kind of message board. It's from Ikea. It's super um, earthy looking, I guess you could say. It's brown. But it's this kind of industrial message board thing that I can clip things onto. I'm trying to describe it so you can picture it. I'm not doing a very good job. I'm sorry. But clip to that board, I have a few pictures of my family and a note for my husband. And it actually has a date on it, November 20th, 2019. And it says, you are my best friend. You are the love of my life. You are smoking hot. You are an incredible mom. You are brilliant. You are creative. You are worthy. You are my hero. Love, Barry James. That note he just wrote to me randomly one day means so much to me that I use it as decor in my space. Why? Why do we hold on so much to these, these written things? Why do we keep birthday cards or even write birthday cards? I believe there's so much power in writing down life-giving words, not just speaking them, but putting them to paper to where they can be used far beyond the moment that you give them to somebody. Some of the encouragements I have up are from years ago. And they're still speaking to me and God's still using them in my life. This note from my husband was right about six months ago. He didn't know when he wrote this note to me that I would be sitting, that I put it up on, uh, up on my little message board in the first place, but also that I'd be sitting in this space sweating, not because it's hot in my house, because if you've ever been to my house, you know, it is frigid. Barry keeps it so cold, but sweating because of how nervous I was trying to find the voice, trying to find the words and trying to believe that I could do this whole podcast thing. And I remember sitting here and thinking, can I do this? And glancing over to my right and reading that note and focusing on the last four lines. You are brilliant. You are creative. You are worthy. You are my hero. He didn't know when he wrote those words down that they would be the very words to speak to me when I felt like I wasn't creative, when I felt like I was anything but brilliant, when I felt like I was not worthy, I was nobody's hero. I had no business doing something like this. He didn't know when he wrote those down, how they would be used later on in my life. But God used them in such a big way. It's hard and it's vulnerable and it's scary to do new things. And it's really hard and scary to put something out there into the world that's just out there. It's not an Instagram story that goes away in 24 hours. 
It's not something that's on private. It is out there for the world. That's hard and that's scary and it's really vulnerable. And I will be lying to you if I did not tell you I tried to talk myself and get myself out of this. Even after Barry published the first episode, I was like, take it down, take it down. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And you guys have all been so encouraging and so kind. And every text message, every review, the way that you've written down your encouraging words has meant so much to me. And it keeps me going each week. When I, If I have a moment where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing this. I don't know if it's really making a difference. I can refer back to those things. And it reminds me of my why. Because whether I have one person listening or 1 million people listening. I started this because I wanted to create a space where words could be used as the life-giving gift that they are. I wanted to create a space where things could be shared that would maybe help or encourage, where my story and my journey and what God's been teaching me could be used beyond just me. And I'm so thankful for this opportunity. But in this season and in this challenging and new adventure, God has used words that people have taken the time to write down, to speak to me and to keep me going and to encourage me. I also love and have implemented the practice in my own life of writing down in a journal, my prayers, what I'm going through, my hopes, my dreams, challenges, just writing it all down. And the reason I think that is so powerful is because it's something that allows us to kind of document and keep track of things and then lets us refer back to it later on. It gives us a space to remember what we've walked through. In this season right now, we are walking in very uncharted territory. It's much more in our face that we don't know what the future is going to hold right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're dealing with COVID-19 and staying home and quarantine and things are opening back up, but we don't know what exactly it's going to look like. And in all of that, we have the opportunity to document this season and to write it down and to remember. So that in five years, when we're going through another season and it's different challenges and different struggles, we can think back and we can look at this moment and go, Oh no, I've been through a valley before. I've been through a battle before. I've been through a trial before and I've come out stronger. I've come out better. God has always been faithful. He's always seen me through. If you are somebody that prays, I would encourage you write down your prayers. One, it's so cool to see how God answers them. And if you do pray, you know, God's timeline is rarely our timeline, but it's still so cool to see whenever he does answer that prayer, there's been moments that a prayer has been answered and I've gone and dug up a journal from two years prior just to read through some prayers that I prayed about that. And it's so encouraging. And it also helps me focus while I'm praying just to write it down. What I love about you is that you can write it down. You have a story You have a journey, but you also have these life-giving words and they're a gift 
to the people that know and love you. Use them. Write them down to where those words will still be here long after you're gone. Speaking to people, moving people, encouraging people. One of my favorite possessions is a Bible that was my great-grandfather's. And the reason I love it, I have many Bibles in my house. It's not just because it was his. It's because he wrote in it. And in the margins and in different areas, there's little notes. And I love reading it. He passed away when I was pretty young and, and I didn't get to be very close to him. But it makes me feel close. And his legacy and his relationship with Jesus is lasting and impacting so far beyond just his years on this earth. You can write it down. It's my prayer that you would look for ways to put the words to paper or maybe just put them to a text message. One thing that I've started doing is I wake up in the morning and when I'm praying and just thinking about my day, I ask God, God, who would you have me reach out to today? Who needs some encouragement? Who needs some love? Will you please put a name on my heart and then give me the perfect words to say? Not perfect in the sense that it's going to make everything all better, but perfect in that it's exactly what they need to hear. If you pray that prayer, God will answer. I cannot tell you the number of times that I've reached out to somebody and said, hey, I'm praying for you. This verse came to mind and I was just thinking of you. Or I just wanted you to remember you're not alone. Or I'm praying that you're, you're going to experience the goodness of God today. Or I just want you to know that you're worthy of love and God sees you. Whatever the phrase may be, I can't tell you the number of times I've gotten a response of, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Or some crazy story of how they just were praying and asked God for this. And then I text message them. And I always get to say, it's my favorite part. That's all God. That is God reminding you that he sees you. I cannot take any credit for that. He sees you and he knows. But I think back to the days that I've been too busy, too rushed, too tired, and I've missed out on opportunities to get to be used to brighten up somebody else's day, to get to be used to remind people that they're seen and they're loved and they matter. I hope that you will use life-giving words as the gift that they are this week and that you'll write them down. That this wouldn't be something, I, I know that this concept is not earth-shattering, mind-blowing, new information. Nothing that I've shared on these podcasts so far has been anything that you probably haven't heard. It's been my story and my experiences and, and things that I've learned, but it's probably not new information to you. These you can statements you've probably heard before, but I'm hoping and praying that this would be the moment that you go from the knowledge to the action, to actually implementing these things because they can change everything. Not just knowing that you can be you or you can dream or even that you can write it down, that you would actually live in that, that you would start taking the steps with intentionality to do the things you know you need to do, to live your very best life, to keep going and to keep fighting. Maybe you don't have somebody in your life writing you sweet notes. Maybe you've never been to a camp where there was encouragements. I just want to take a second. And I know this isn't written down. This is something that you're listening to. But you can write these words down. You are loved. You are seen. You matter. 
You are needed here. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm so thankful that you've let me come into your space and come into your day. And I'm hoping that God uses this reminder of the power and the opportunity that you have today. Write it down. Write the words down. Write your story down. Write your feelings down. But then encourage somebody else with some life-giving words. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. I just wanted to take a second and celebrate the fact that we are right at the one month mark. In two days, it will be one month since the What I Love About You podcast has launched. And I'm so thankful for the way you've shared, the way you've helped get the word out about this space. It's been incredible to see the different platforms this podcast is now on, the different countries that people are listening from. I read every single review, every single message. It means so much to me that you would take the time to listen. I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Kaylee Oser, K-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Yeah, kindergarten was fun. Oser, O-S-E-R. I would love to connect. I'm also on Facebook and I would love to just hear more of your story and for you to get to know me and my family a little bit more. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have an amazing week.